show Podcast Radio. I'm your host, Special Mikey, and along with me is Hindu Anthony. What's up, Buttercup? And Super Vegan Brian. Good morning, Vietnam! That's my alarm clock. I'm not even kidding. What? Shouldn't you be is saying it... good morning, Cuba? <laughs> R.I.P. Fidel Castro. Saw that coming. R.I.P. Fidel Castro. You know, we're really <laughs> in Trump America when Castro kills over. <laughs> well, did you, there's a there's a set of, it's a picture set floating around the internet, and it's like, I will not die until America is destroyed. And then it shows Trump smiling, and then a dead Castro. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which I actually got to laugh at. <laughs> so. so your good morning Vietnam alarm, is it Lucifer from Supernatural? No, it actually is Ron Williams because I, I love him. When I originally got it, it would, it would just say Good Morning Vietnam really loud over and over again. But now I have it set up to where it says, Good It says Good Morning Vietnam. This is not a test. It's just rock and roll. Cool. I like that. <laughs> Katie, my to death. My alarm clock is um, a German wake-up song. Guten Morgen, Guten Morgen, Guten Morgen, Salish Shine. No, no, that would be a great wake-up song. Great, great, great wake-up song. What? Wake up, grab a bunch and put a little bit of makeup. <laughs> wake up, grab a bunch, put a little makeup. Have the courage to be with a shake-up. Why'd you leave this on the table? There you go. Wanted to. The table. You wanted to. Yep, it'd be awesome. <laughs> that actually, that actually pretty good. We used to have a friend uh, named Zach. His alarm clock was literally, you know, you, it's, uh, it's that one thing where it's like, what the? Boom. <laughs> and it's just a loud explosion. It, oh, the WTF boom. Yeah. What the fuck? And then it blows up. And that was his alarm clock. And he said the first day it went off, he fell out of bed. So uh, I got oh, wow. up at six in the morning this morning and I got all my Christmas shopping done because today is Cyber Monday and I finished before the podcast. Holy crap. You, did you go out and do it or did you do Cyber Monday? Oh, I did know. Cyber Monday because, you know, I said I did. Well, I know it's Cyber Monday, but sometimes people actually still like, you know, go out in the world, smell fresh air, see well, other I don't, human beings. I don't know why I would have mentioned Cyber Monday if I'm going out. Well, I didn't know if you did everything <laughs> Cyber Monday. You know what? Shut it's the fuck cool. up, Michael. <laughs> Saw that coming, even though this is oh, an no. audio podcast. But First yeah, coming doesn't work. <laughs> well, great. everybody, if you haven't guessed, this is uh, going to be a random topics podcast today. We're just going to sit down, and you're going to let, and you're going to watch us just lose our minds. It's Segway Palooza. Hold, hold on, hold on. Heard that coming does work if it's like orgasm sounds. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you're in for a real treat here, people. Right, <laughs> makes a joke. He never does that. <laughs> uh, you're in for a real treat here, people. And, but before we get into all the segues, happiness, and just random goodness, we got to do one thing that we always love to do, and that's what's nerdy with you. And I'm going to start with Brian's time. He always um, said his. No, no, I no, didn't. didn't. That wasn't your nerdy thing? No, that was just him taking care of business. Yeah, I thought that was his nerdy thing. Okay, well, go ahead. It, it's technically the nerdy thing I did. Because when we do what's nerdy with you, we talk about the nerdy thing we did. It's technically last week because we record on Mondays. This is true. Yes. So the nerdiest thing I did last week is I went shooting for the first time. Oh, my God. Really? Mm-hmm. You've never gone shooting before? Never gone shooting before. Where'd you go? Yeah, I've gone shoot. There's like a, a field in Sage where everybody goes. I know the field. Been there. 
been there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I haven't been there since I was a little kid, but been there. Um, I went with Daniel Cross and he was the most patient teacher ever. He walked me through all the safety and wouldn't let me fire until I had everything down. He made me walk good. through it with no, an unloaded gun over and over and over again. It was good. I that's fired a, a nine millimeter. It wasn't completely made out of metal, so okay. it had awesome. a kick. It had like a crazy kick. Yeah. And then I fired a rifle. Uh, I think it was a Winchester. Did it have a lever action on it? Yeah, it did. It was a Winchester. That or a Marlin or a Henry. Daniel wanted to go shoot it because it it hadn't been shot in 30 years. His dad gave it to him like an heirloom gift. That was really cool. It hurt a little bit. I mean, he told me it was going to kick. It, yeah, if it you're was not like, used to it, yeah. Yeah, it it like pinched the skin on my shoulder. So it was like wimpy hurt. It wasn't like, then that oh was, my God, I have a bruise. Then it was probably... Oh, you went to go hurt. It was probably a 30-30 then because 30-30 kicks pretty good. Yeah, it was... It was it, yeah, it was quite a kick. And then the most fun gun was the 45, which was completely made out of metal. And it kicked, but you didn't really feel it because it was oh, so yeah. heavy. Well, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, and the um, the 9mm was probably, like, uh, if it wasn't all metal, it was a composite frame with polymers. And that makes that gun really light. And even for a 9mm, it's going to jump around. So I used up all the time for what's nerdy with you, so I win. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you don't. No. Uh, so I'll go ahead and go next. Uh, for me... I, it was, mine was actually, I don't know if we can count it as nerdy, but it's what it was last night is we went out and we actually walked Christmas lights and all I did was take pictures and, and make up diagrams in my head of how I could do that to my yard next year. That's pretty nerdy. It's like yeah. weird nerdy. Yeah. Christmas weird nerdy. lights are fun. Well, cause we go to a place called the, uh, the Bain- Bainbridge lights extravaganza in Marietta, California. The whole street decorates like lavish and they're all synced up to a uh, soundboard and light control to where it all plays and flashes and works with the music and the, the whole neighborhood gets together and they rent out a radio station till December 25th. So when you're driving down their street, you can actually turn your car radio to a certain radio station and then listen to the music as it plays in sync with the lights flashing and they have singing Christmas trees. We don't have like whole streets doing that in Hemet, but we have a few houses that do that. That's really cool. Yeah, this, yeah, this is a whole street. If you guys ever want to check it out, let me know because I will definitely go back. So, Anthony, what's up with yours? I played some Titanfall 2 on my PS4 with people. With peoples? Yep, I did. I did some online gaming with people on a console. Wow. Okay, you're falling from the master race. I guess you're. About- I guess your uh, tower dying is a good thing. <laughs> I think I'll, most. I'll- I think most like rappers and hip hop people do that. So I don't know if I can count that as nerdy. Nope, it, it uh, doesn't. Well, Brian, you they, automatically they, they play Call of Duty, not Titanfall. But okay, fine. I also played Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> yeah, if you said at the same time, I'd be like, wow, you get it. <laughs> no, I played Pokemon while watching Seinfeld while working on my next D&D character all at the same time. Fuck, that's actually really nerdy. <laughs> should have shared that first. That should have been your that's thing, bro. Crap. Okay, I'll make that my thing. That'll be my thing. Okay. The I, vote for, my, I vote for myself because I'm a terrible person, according to Anthony. I'll well, vote I've, for Brian, too, because I also am a terrible person. Brian wins. <laughs> no, I vote for, no, no, I vote for Anthony Electoral College, says Anthony wins. <laughs> no, that only worked last week. You know why it doesn't work this week? Shut because the fuck Castro up, died. Because oh. Castro Castro died. Goodbye, Castro. Oh horrible, God. wonderful dictator, you. Horrible, wonderful dictator. Wow. So, but no, Brian wins. Yay. Top of town. <laughs> what <laughs> are we talking about anyway? Um, what do you I, want to talk about? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Oh, what movie is that from? Stupid. I always saw I always saw it in Jungle. Yeah. And so, and what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Let's not start that again. 
I got something. Go ahead. I started listening to this new band this week, and I have not stopped listening to them for a while. Like, you ever get to that point where you hear something that you haven't heard before, and you're like, I really like this, and then you just listen to it nonstop for like a week? That's how which, I fell deep into Japanese rock and pop. Which um, which Scandinavian country are, fr- are they from, and what shade of black are they metal? <laughs> That's really funny because actually that's 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 yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> they're not Scandinavian, but they I think they're Swedish. That's Scandinavian. Okay. They are a Scandinavian black metal band. That was amazing, Brian. No, it's just you, Anthony. <laughs> I paid attention during our music discussion. <laughs> they're called Ghost. They're called Ghost. Ghost. Nice. They're in nice. 2008, and they're um they are the black. Well, they're not like super hardcore black metal. They definitely sound a lot softer. Like kind of imagine Black Sabbath kind of sounding. Really blatantly satanic. Just overtly <laughs> satanic. Satan, come listen to our wonderful music. I really no, listened to this song. Our Satan. They have a song called "Our Satan's uh, uh, Our Satan's Prayer." That's a song. Our Satan's Prayer. A good song. Sounds nice. Good song. Nice, nice. Do you listen to any math metal? Math metal? Math yeah. metal? Oh, yeah. I used to like. Yeah, one of my coworkers used to listen to Troy. Troy used to listen to math metal and a lot of different death metal groups, and he played math metal for me for the first time, and I was like, "That's really good." What is that? I'm <laughs> well, let me let me look up the definition for you. Okay. Yeah, I'm super curious. Yeah, Michael, that's why I sent you that song because I was really because you didn't answer, which made me sad. I was really hoping you're gonna be like, "Oh, I really like that." I'm like, "Ha, huh, Michael, I got you to like a satanic metal band." Well, truth be told, when you texted me that, I was at work and then work got crazy. Work always gets crazy. Well, go ahead and listen to it whenever you can, and now you'll have that information in your head. And if I'll you probably listen, like, I'll probably listen to it on the way on on my on my drive today, and then just get there. Don't like, suggest the next- that. Oh yeah, because I'll be writing with my wife, and then I'll be like, she's like, yeah, oh, that's really good. I'll be like, and then she's like, that's really awesome. I like it. I'll be like, hey, it's a satanic metal band. Oh my god! Throws my phone out the window. That song so, isn't bad, but the other songs mm, don't listen to those. Light scar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably should listen to that around my wife. As far as death metal goes, I always liked Opeth. Opeth is good, but they're not yeah, death metal. What are they? I consider. I don't know. I, I think I would go with thrash, but I wouldn't call them death metal. So mathcore Look is, up. that's how Wikipedia is defining this math metal thing. Mathcore is a rhythmically complex and dissonance, dissonant style of metalcore. It was pioneered by bands such as Converge, Coalesce, Botch, and the Dillinger Escape Plan. Huh. Yeah. Wow, check that out. Um, I'm going to look that up and check that out. Well, you know, it, it, when it comes to metal, I've I've always uh, what 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 would you classify like uh, Nightwish and them? Are they like symphony metal or I can't remember because I, I, yeah, I haven't listened to them in a while. Um, Symphonic metal might work. Yeah, I think I think it's I think there's some I think you can consider them symphonic metal because they do a, a lot of classical instrument symphonies uh, b- below their their hard riffs. Opeth would be considered progressive metal. There are so many lists of yeah. There's so many lists of metal. It's ridiculous. Do you remember when it used to just be <laughs> so metal? Insane. Yeah, I remember, it I, remember when it, I remember when it was metal, heavy metal, death metal. Now it's like yeah, it's now black like, metal. Now there's like grindcore. Well, death black metal's been around for a while. This could yeah. just be a metal episode. <laughs> no, it's a random topic episode. We're just going there. We would not have talked about this normally. Yeah, we wouldn't. We wouldn't really go down uh, to something like this. My favorite kind of metal is new metal. What's the definition of new metal? Not terrible. It's the same thing as alternative metal. It's just oh, okay. what they define that early 2000 system of a down type style system of a down, oh. um, disturbed, 
Sometimes Tool is called new metal, except I would call them alternative rock. I would call them alt rock. So I looked it up real quick. Ghost is not actually considered black metal. They're doom metal, but not black. Doom metal. No, great. A new one. Doom Doom metal. metal. Yep. Doom metal. That's what Dr. Doom's armor is made out of. And the first first considered doom metal band is Black Sabbath. Bam. Just as I thought. They considered them doom metal? I always thought they were just... Because it's kind of like, it's like gothy looking with like um, melodies. Because the the songs are very melodic. They got really great melodies. And the singer just sounds amazing. It's just got such a really beautiful voice. No screaming, no growling, no... Just a really nice... no growl. No, just really nice, smooth voice. And he sounds great. Doom metal is an extreme style of heavy metal music that typically uses slower tempos, low tune guitars, and a much thicker, heavier sound than other metal genres. Okay, that makes more sense with with Black Sabbath then, because that, that's that's definitely them. So that makes more sense. Yep. The genre is strongly influenced by the early work of Black Sabbath. <laughs> right there, guys. Right there. So, but uh, Disturbed, you mentioned them. My favorite song from them is actually a Genesis remake. Of yeah, yeah, that's good. They've That's done actually, a couple of Genesis remakes. Yeah, but the, the uh, Serb does all remakes. <laughs> like they have like their album usually has at least like two remakes whenever well, they put big, out an album. Their big giant hit was the Sound of Silence that they just did. That was a good one. I did, but no, uh, Land of Confusion. That's my favorite one from them, and because I, I thought they did it really well. I, think I, I always song. I I always really liked the original, so I liked it when they covered that. Yeah, I really like the original too, but I think it sits better in a uh, in like a hard metal, like like deep rock hard metal kind of way instead of a. I wouldn't say pop, like uh, oh, what would you consider Genesis? I, I've never really placed them. We'll go find out. Because <laughs> they, they, I don't know. The song just seemed a little too um, for for when Genesis. It seemed a little too light for what the topic was. So um, <laughs> Genesis, the genre of Genesis is religious text, according to Google. <laughs> um, but, but you should type in uh, word for word. No Google Genesis the band. <laughs> it, it popped up after um, <laughs> Genesis is an English rock band. They consider them just straight rock. Most of those like softer ba- rock bands or rock bands. Yeah. So, but I, I think I think this, I like Disturbed's cover a little bit more. But I do like both. I do like both versions. <laughs> Religious text. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. The hilarious tech manual. So. Oh, anybody uh, reading anything? I'm actually reading my Guns and Ammo magazines. Uh, my mother-in-law actually <laughs> just gave me my mother-in-law actually gave me a copy of Atlas Shrugged, and I'm like, the the book is really thick, and I'm like contemplating if I want to start reading it now or wait a little Atlas bit. Atlas Shrugged, yeah, Atlas Shrugged, so familiar. It's I like, I can't like anything that describes it I is not coming to mind because I've heard of it so many times before. But it's it's an, it's an Anne Rand book. It's uh, like, let's say yeah, it's Anne Rand. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Would you you call it what symbolic sci-fi? It's like really so, deeply, yeah. deeply social, political issue sci-fi. Yeah, it's a real, th- it's a, it's a sci-fi, but it's really thought-provoking. Yeah, it's it's the kind of book you have to read in high school. Yeah, so I, 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 they, I my mother-in-law gave me that to read, and I'm like, I want to read it, but I'm really scared. Speaking of old books that you have to read in high school, I'm not reading it, but I am listening to it. I'm re-listening to Crime and Punishment. I've read Crime and Punishment. I'm listening to it again. I am going to be getting the World War Z audiobook really soon because I heard it just finished and supposed to be amazing. Do you know who read it? Yeah. Um, Many different people. They did it like a radio drama. Oh wow! Awesome. Yeah, I, man, that, that, makes wanna, that makes me want to refresh my Audible account. Yeah, Simon, my Pegg. old timey Audible. Simon Pegg is one of the Americans in it. 
He's well. He he does American okay. I like Simon Pegg. Yeah, I was just listening to. I was getting caught up on Nerdist this week while I was working, and um, they were interviewing Max Brooks weeks ago. Oh, but... oh yeah, Max Brooks one was good. Did you hear the Jeremy Irons in, uh, interview yet? No, no. I but it was going to be soon. You need to. His interview is really good. He's more interesting than I ever gave him credit for. How does does his speaking voice sound like his acting voice? Yes, they are the same, and it is it, beautiful. So I thought it was really interesting to listen to the Gary Oldman one, where he doesn't sound anything like he does when he acts. I know, isn't that weird? But he's one of those people who he acted so much that he had when he did a British role, he had to relearn how to talk in a British accent. Yeah, which was I, I read that somewhere. I don't know where, but I heard he he said the hardest thing about uh, doing a British role was having to learn how to talk like myself again i think it's interesting when you talk about things like england when it comes to accents because like the city of london has like 12 accents so oh, yeah. if you're playing a british role you gotta decide and, where you're, coming and from. you're british you might be talking in a different accent than your accent but i guess That's i understand yeah, Brits gotta, yeah. i understand i guess i understand that because i grew up in new york where I grew up on Long Island, which had a different accent than the city, which had a different accent to Brooklyn, which is also part of the city. Well, yeah, I mean, that makes sense, because if in, in Captain America Civil War, you I know it's bad. <laughs> no, listen, listen to me. Shut up. <laughs> Shut, Shut the fuck up. No, they talk about, you know, Steve's supposed to have an accent. Yeah, obviously he doesn't. But then Peter, has. they did give him the Queen's accent, and they actually are like, so where are you from? And then they have these two things, and they're supposed to be those two accents. It makes sense. Still nerdy. <laughs> so speaking of books, I'm reading um, Blood of the City, a Pathfinder Tales novel. Ooh, what is that one about? So far, I'm only a few chapters in. It's about a mercenary group that works for a great family in Magnamar, and the whole thing is supposedly based in Magnamar. Well, that sounds it's cool. pretty good. It's a city that I've run games in, so it's kind of neat to read there, and it gets a real into the politics. So you're actually speaking of Pathfinder and everything, Anthony, didn't you say you were working on a D&D &D character? I am. What are you trying to do? Um, okay, this is gonna sound crazy. I'm gonna make a tiefling paladin. That doesn't sound crazy at all. Wow, that's original. Tieflings? That is, I've never heard of a tiefling paladin before. It's a super common concept. <laughs> Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't feel so neat. Because it's like, I have devil blood, so I'm going to play a paladin to redeem myself for my devil blood. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not going to do a whole redemption story thing. No, 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 no. You should make it like you're part of a group that it's like the church is deliberately like kidnapping tieflings or getting tieflings donated from families and they're raising them as paladins. Yeah, have it be like a paladin or it could just be a clerk, a uh, clerk, no. cleric, and but have it to where it was forced to do it. No, she's going to be a part of a cult. That's what I'm doing. A cultist paladin? Yeah, a, cult, a cultish paladin. <laughs> Anthony's playing a female character. Big surprise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no women in our party, and I'm like, well, I guess I gotta be the only woman. Have, have fun getting all the sex jokes thrown at you. Why, why are you guys... No, that's not very surprising, actually. <laughs> why are you guys <laughs> picking on me? <laughs> why are you guys shitting on my ideas? <laughs> no, we, I, I do play a lot of shit say? characters. I'm noticing that. Yeah. Well, you did play um, Oscar. <laughs> yeah, that's like the only guy, though. Of like, I think of all the of all the like D and D Pathfinder characters, I made like ninety percent of them end up being women. Wasn't Aussie your uh, your blade your um bound your blade bound or whatever it was called? I can't remember. Yeah, it was the that was the Magus. Oh, that was your Magus. Yeah, Black Blade. Yeah, uh, Blade Bound. Yeah, Blade Bound. Black Blade. Yeah. yeah. 
Eh. Yeah, and it was supposed to be his kid in there. The 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 Magus archetype he was playing was a blade bound Magus. Blade bound Maguses receive a black blade. Oh well, fine. yeah. So that was I a cool s- character with the with the sword screaming that he wants to kill demons. <laughs> Me lying to your character and telling you that a monster was a demon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, lady. <laughs> I I asked permission. I was like, I want to do something really funny that's kind of mean. Do I have permission? <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but culty paladin. That sounds neat. Uh, it's a culty paladin. It sounds a little original, but falling off a super common concept coming from a guy who I'm a gunslinger from a distant land. I like the idea of the church is like taking tieflings that families don't want and raising them as paladins. I thought that was kind of cool that they're like forcing the redemption on them. That that would actually make for a really good concept. I I would find that very enjoyable because every once in a while you just want to try and do something bad. So tieflings aren't like just born evil. No, no, they, no they're not. They, no. A lot of them tend to grow up evil because of how they're treated when they're when they're children. Yeah, so they yeah. just kind of like every everything sucks. So fuck you all. Yeah, pretty much. But the ones who do try and be like the redeeming tieflings or anything, those guys are actually pretty cool. So you're you're playing online? Yeah, that's what we're going to be doing is, is doing the D&D campaign online. Do you know what campaign setting? Um, Actually, no. My friend, is he bought a, campa- a D&D campaign for 5th edition. So we're doing that. And I think it has something to do with the Dragon Cult because he mentioned something about Tiamat to me. So I have a feeling it's going to have to do with the Dragon Cult. It's probably Forgotten Realms. <clears throat> Probably. Well, you it know is what? Forgotten Realms. It is Forgotten. Yeah, because they have the cult of the dragon. Yeah, you yeah, know what's actually. Sorry, do you guys know what actually? Uh, I've seen a lot of the campaign setting through some of the the online uh, shows I've seen, and it looks like a fun campaign to go through. Is the um, uh, the Rod of Seven Parts campaign set? Oh, from the that they did on that they did on that uh, Geek and Sundry show. They did it for they did, the, they did the first part on um, uh, Force Gray. They did the first part of it, and I also saw a few installments of it from Acquisitions Incorporated. And it looks Ooh. like a uh, it looks like a really fun campaign setting because you, you you're fighting a lot of jobs. Now I know Michael and I have watched it. Anthony, have you watched Force Gray yet? Nope. It's it, really good. It it's different than the things that he's been sharing about people playing D anD D because the episodes are only <laughs> a half hour long. Well, it's like I can't watch the other ones because they're three hour long episodes. But the yeah Force Gray is a half hour long and it's great. It's really fun. It's like everyone at the table are like stand-up comedians. They're not voice actors. They're stand-up comedians. So it's even more fun than the voice actors. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. They, because it's, what was it like? What would you say that the first, just like a first quarter of the, of the campaign setting broke into half hour episodes? Because they do like seven episodes, I think, for the season. And they asked Chris Hardwick if they were going to do more episodes. And he said they were, they were just trying to get it put together. Because it just ended a few months ago. I think it was three months ago it ended. So, But I, I want them to do more because it was really fun. And I hope that I'm, I'm going to have a bit of a spoiler here. Don't, don't, watch don't, don't spoil it. No, you're right. No, you're right. I can't. I can't. Yeah. No, I hope, oh, no, I, hope they, I hope that whole, I hope the original team comes back. So I'm just gonna put it that way. I hope your whole team gets to come back. Uh, they had, cause they, they had Chris Hardwick on it. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was, he's one of the guys that was in the first pitch perfect movie. And I cannot remember his name. Brian, do you remember his name? He played the rogue. I didn't see those movies. Well, no, the, do you remember the guy's name who played the rogue? No. Played- 
Dang, because I I only remember I can only, the only other thing I remember him from is Pitch Perfect, and then they had like three other like comedians, and then they had the one guy you see him. He's like he plays bit parts in TV shows all the time. Here's a bunch of vague information about a show on YouTube. Check it out, guys. <laughs> Just look up Force Grade uh, Giant Hunters. It's a very good set. They have they have some really funny people. Matt Mercer from Critical Role actually DMs it, and he made it a lot of fun. Just just They're lead a- with Jonah Hill and Chris Hardwick. <laughs> is there a Democrat Obama fan there? <laughs> Good pull, Anthony. Good pull. That actually, I have that set as my favorites on my uh, on my phone. So I, a I fucking episode. <laughs> so I know you you explained the Democrat Obama fan thing to me before, but explain it again. Can I explain it? Yeah, go ahead. Democrat Obama fan is actually the character name for one of the guys, Colin Moriarty, on Game Over Drag. <sighs> they were playing D and D. They did it. They had a D and D episode where they did a crossover with several people from Critical Role, and they all sat down and they played a game of D and D. But the guys from Critical Role had their parts pre-picked out for them from a fan. The main guy, the game, uh, basically the big, the main host of Game Over Greggy, Greg Miller, he had to play Pterodon Masterclef, human fighter, male. Colin Moriarty, who is a staunch conservative, had to play a half-elf rogue named Democrat Obama fan. All right, that's funny. The rogue. <laughs> and I actually got a question for you guys. This is cool that we're doing random topics. So let's yeah. me get a little bit more caught up. What are you guys watching on TV right now? I am still watching Ash versus the Evil Dead. Like I'm not. I have not missed an episode. And have I, you seen the season finale yet? No, they're going to do that on the second. Oh, so there was no episode on Sunday? As far as I know, they it said December second was going to be uh, the, ne- the next episode. So if they, I don't know if they did an episode last night. I usually watch it uh, a day to two days after. Okay, I haven't, I haven't, yeah, me too. I haven't checked it out yet. I, um, my big thing yesterday was Westworld. I heard there was a big, like, big mic drop moment. This episode? Yeah, this last episode, they said there was something really big that happened. Yeah, there was a couple, you know, every episode has something big happen. That show fucking is awful. It's, it's, it's it abuses me. <laughs> it's not awful because the content is crap. It's awful because it makes you cry in bed at night. No, it's it's. Here's a whole bunch of amazing stuff, and let's open twelve more mysteries up, and then leave you hanging for a week. Every <laughs> week, every fucking week, man. It's just it tears me up. The, the end of the see the end of this episode. I'm like, all right, you're gonna build me all up till next week, and next week is the season finale, and then I'm gonna watch that. And you're going to leave me hanging. It's not going to come back till 2018. They're skipping all of 2017? Yes. Uh, Holy The show is freaking torture. It's the best show on TV right now. And it's freaking torture. It's skipping an entire year? Yes. Dude, one season and they already think they're Doctor Who. So... I'm, I'm mincing words but, so I don't spoil things for you guys because I know both of you want to see it eventually. Yeah, um, I don't care if we spoil it for listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, screw those guys. <laughs> the, you got a really great performance from Anthony Hopkins. But you got him in a TV show. That's amazing. Yeah, it, I think it's the first time, right? I don't think he's ever acted on TV. I think, it's all, I has, think it's all the film. And he has the most lines on the show, too. So it's and not he, like an Anthony Hopkins cameo. That's good. Uh, is he chew it? Does I uh, know? I I haven't actually seen any of it. But does he chew scenery, or is he really like there? I don't. Does Anthony Hopkins ever chew scenery? Silence of the Lambs. Uh, you know nothing that nothing that crazy. He really turns his a game on and shows that he's the best actor in the room in every scene he's in. Shows that big swinger. He can act without saying a word. I mean, there's one scene. I, so 
on the on the Facebook page, I've shared one of my favorite YouTube channels, The Nerd Rider. The Nerd mm-hmm. Rider takes a scene from from Westworld, and you could watch this without any major spoilers. If you want to watch this, just to get an idea of his acting, the Nerd Rider analyzes the scene with like overlays while he's talking. There is one part of the scene where he conveys like nine things with facial expressions and is silent for about fifteen seconds on screen. Whoa! Yeah, it's it, it's crazy to watch. I mean, the best part of the show is Anthony Hopkins for sure. The show is shot in a very confusing way, so you can follow it, but you really don't know what's going on. There's a lot of big theories about the show right now. Some of them are coming true, some aren't. It, it's getting everybody thinking. It's a Reddit show. Do you know what I mean by a Reddit show? Uh, no. A Reddit show is a show that you finish watching it, you go on Reddit, and you look at all the theories, and you post your yep. theories. Yep. It. It, it's produced by by J.J. Abrams, so it has that lost kind of idea where there's all sorts of crazy stuff. It's just not – they've planned out the show for the next five years, so it's not like Lost where they're just making shit up every week. Really grabbing at straws. Well, with Lost, it was like, let's put a polar bear on the island and possibly explain it later. Well, if we're going to be talking about theories and theorizing for TV shows and movies and stuff like that, I've been watching this YouTuber named uh, Matt Pat. He does game theories, but he also does film theory. And he did, makes up different theories. And you talking about that reminded me of that. And he has some really fucking awesome theories. Like, I think my favorite was he had a theory about the Matrix that Neo and the rest of the people living on the Nebuchadnezzar were in a different Matrix, but were still part of the Matrix. Yeah, I've seen that theory by so different a, theorists. It's just a bit that they're in a bigger Matrix. Well, they left the original Matrix to go live in that Matrix. The idea was the original first Matrix, a Matrix Generation 1, failed because it was too perfect. And no matter how great the Matrix is, there's always going to be a small portion of people who would rather live in the real world and have their free will, no matter how shitty the world is. So the robots made a second Matrix, which is supposed to represent the real world and make it a shitty world for those small group of people who want to be free, air quotes, but they're still actually living in the Matrix. Yeah. You know, I have a theory about the Matrix. What's that? It was a dumb movie. movie. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I liked the movie. If you plug someone in to a battery, nobody creates more energy than they consume. So if they really wanted to have a matrix that made sense, they would use the brains for processing power. That was their original plan, I guess. The original plan of the creators was that exactly was using human brains for computing power. But I guess the producer said that that would be too confusing for audiences to understand. A very deep, like, philosophical movie with action, and that would be too confusing. It's supposed to be a complicated movie. Shut up, producers. Exactly. Leave our movies alone. Let them be. That would have made a lot more sense. Sometimes. That would have made a lot more sense. You know, very often the producers do good work, too. We only hear about the bad stuff. Like Guillermo del Toro, there's a television show that he produces called The Strain. And he controls that show with a tight fist, making it exactly what he wants. But he has different directors and different episodes and different writers. But he he makes sure that show looks like how he wants. So there's producers that do good work, too. So no boo on producer. <laughs> I think the um, first Matrix was OK. But then afterwards, it just got kind of convoluted and dumb. What was the name of that YouTube channel with the theories? Uh, just look up film theory or game theory. But is the guy's the film, name is Matt Pat, but is it the film theorists? Because that's yeah, that's the one I listen to. Yeah, yeah I got theorists. that one. Yeah, he's got um he's got one on South Park right now that I'm getting ready to watch. Haven't watched uh, it yet. That's not his theory. It's somebody else. I think they're just talking about South Park. I saw do, that. Do you ever listen to John Solo? 
I don't think so. It used to be John Gasm, but mm-hmm. he changed it to be more friendly, family friendly. He rebranded himself. That makes sense. So, but yeah, you talking about those theories remind me of him. You guys should check him out. He's an awesome YouTuber. All right, cool. So, um, so what do you want to talk about, Brian? Yeah, what, what, what's on your mind? I got, um, you know, Cracked has a good series right now on YouTube um, called. Um, I've never heard of them. <laughs> Is it good? It's called the. Why well, do I wanted to get it right? I'm not going to say the wrong name. I'm looking it up real quick. Um, the Galactic <laughs> War Room. The no, Galactic I never heard War of it. Room. Yeah, it's a web series they're doing right now. Crack does some pretty good web series sometimes and terrible ones other times, but this one's good. It's um, the War Room in a rebellion base during a Star War. And it shows all the behind the scenes stuff. Like they do an episode where one of the one of the rebels is like, why can't we build a Death Star? (laughs) Or um, why do they send droids with physical data files instead of just emailing it? That's a good question. Uh, I think I think I might have saw a video. I think I might have saw a Star Wars video from the crack people. It was like the the guy who made the uh, the um, the exhaust port for the Death Star. And everyone's all booing at him. He's like, shut up. Shut up, okay? You don't understand. First of all, a machine that big produces a lot of energy. You have to exhaust the heat somewhere. <laughs> so, And the fact that the exhaust port was only the size of Womp Rat is pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and, so, and then he says, and if you look at the way the thing was pathed out, okay, how the tube goes, there's a wall right there. There's no way the missile could have gone, made a 90 degree angle turn, and then go down down unless there were there were space people with fucking magic (laughs) (laughs) so that's right we're dealing with fucking space magic people (laughs) oh but blame me (laughs) i don't need to watch that now space magic that's almost as good as that's almost as good as I hope you take ghost nickels. <laughs> Deep cut to our ghost. own podcast. <laughs> ghost, ghost nickels. That has a whole new meaning now to me. <laughs> oh gosh! Here, take these nickels. They'll help you get to Satan. <laughs> one thing. One thing. Crack's been doing that bugs me is they've been doing videos that are just rehashes of their articles. Yeah. So I'll go to watch the video and it'll be like top three crazy things that happened in movies. And I'll go to watch it and it'll be the exact same stuff from the article, just verbatim. And it's like, well, oh, God damn it. Wasted oh five minutes watching this. And I already read it. Mm. Yeah, that would be <laughs> annoying. It makes me not want to read their articles anymore. Well, you know who, uh, what website I've actually been going to a lot more regularly now and not just for critical role. Geek and Sundry, they actually have some pretty good, uh, some pretty good articles right now, and they started a new series, uh, web video series with Matt Mercer, uh, GM Tips. I think I posted a couple to page. I only watch that stuff when you share it, so share it often because I took Geek and Sundry and Nerdist off my daily watch list. Oh, you did. Geek and Sundry would be a good one to bring back on because they're getting some pretty good stuff. But I will definitely start posting more of the GM Tips stuff because Matt Mercer is actually really good. It's kind of funny because in the Game Over Greggy episode that. They did the crossover with Critical Role. They're like, yeah, Matt's the real expert. And he goes, expert, I was an indoor kid. I got one channel that I've been watching that you would really like, Michael. Um, I've shared a couple on the Nerd Podcast, uh, the Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page. Um, Lindy Beige. What's Lindy what? L-I-N-D-Y-B-E-I-G-E. Lindy Beige. 
Oh, beige. Okay. Um, He did a video on World War II and why um, two-man turrets are better than one-man turrets. He did another video on um, infantry companies and other natural size of units. That's something I would actually really like to check out. Isn't he the one that did the, the... The tanks one? Yeah, yeah, he did the tanks one. I did. I, I shared one on the Facebook page that, that he did on public schools in England that I thought was really interesting because public okay. schools in England are the opposite of what we call public schools here. Really? You mean yeah. they're good? No, they're private schools. <laughs> a public school in England is what we think of as a private school. Oh, so in a public school, you wear a uniform. Oh. In a private school, you're just like, let's go to school. They have like state school and then they have public school. Public schools are owned by public companies. That's how it works. It's Oh, yeah. That makes, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, because he did this really cool video on his reunion that he went to and talked about going to a boarding school for two years. Okay. Yeah. I really like Lindy Beige. Um, I found it just because he, he does some D&D related stuff. And, you know, like he'll go to a, like a, a crazy location and talk about like how dungeons really work and stuff like that. Huh. Um, but right, most cool. of the time, it's like military history and all sorts of cool stuff. I really liked the the tank video that he that you shared with me. That one was really good. So definitely going to do that. Well, I'm going to check out more of his stuff. I um, think the tank video was the same one that I talked. I said before the one man turrets versus two man. Yeah, turrets. One, yeah, yeah. It's, it sounds. I think it was because it's, it's a one man to two man turrets on tank and the supremacy over of of a two man team. What uh, video games are you playing right now? Anthony? Well, like I said, I'm playing the Pokemans. I'm also playing Titanfall 2, which is a good game. Good I, actually story. Want to get, I actually want to get that because it looks good. It's a good story. The, yeah. the the campaign is great on its own, even if you don't play the multiplayer. The multiplayer is okay. I mean, you know, it's a first-person shooter mul- multiplayer. Yeah. It's multiplayer. You can run and shoot shit. I mean, it's a bit different than Call of Duty or Battlefield because as opposed to Call of Duty or Mat- Battlefield where you're just like, pew, pew, pew. Sometimes it's pew, pew, pew. Call in the robot. And then robot. And you got robots and robots go pow, pow, pow. I like I like killing things in my robot. How do how do robots go again? <laughs> they go. I didn't quite get that. How do they go? <laughs> we will destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> um. How do they go? <laughs> so, yeah, go again. I'm not gonna do it anymore. <laughs> Come on, no, no. How do you go? I didn't quite catch that. <laughs> You're like we're recording that sound and keeping it forever. <laughs> and then he goes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how we introduce what's nerdy with you <laughs> and now what's nerdy with you i will destroy oh and then have a nice smooth rock rift under that oh, that'd be beautiful like <laughs> one of the best <clears throat> missions of the game is there's this point when you go to this like factory or or testing facility and the bad guys are like testing this weapon that i don't know super bad science fiction weapon thing for some reason this weapon caused some sort of temporal rift thing in the area so while you're doing this you're phasing between present and the past and you have to fight the enemies of the past and like enemies of the present and you have like That's this really uh, little yet the you have huh. this little like time shifter thing so you can shift between two different times so you're like i'm shifting to the past and i'm shooting the guys and then shift back to the present and you got to remember Remember where everyone's placed at because they don't move between times, so they're stuck in the location, obviously. So you got to remember where everyone is at, and it gets really hectic when you're fighting enemies of in the present and in the past. Now, and you really have to remember where everyone's at. 
I was really distracted by pow 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 pow. pow. What 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 video <laughs> game is that again? Titanfall Two. Titanfall Two. That's that one where you like call a Titan and it like drop ships down and you have this like giant robot that you fight with. Yeah. Sadly, it's not doing very well, which really sucks because EA fucked up and they decided to release it in between Battlefield 1 and Call of Duty. So it's pretty much falling into obscurity, which it deserves so much better. Yeah, because it, it's really awesome. It's better um, than Battlefield 1. I need to sit down and watch a bunch of Stone Mountain 64. Speaking of Battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope he's doing Battlefield 1 stuff. I really do. Oh my gosh. He just walking around going, all right, chaps, you know, what for? <laughs> With the, <laughs> But you have to say over now because it's all walking talkie shit so we're like over it'd be great <laughs> what what chance we got to get over there over what does his german voice sound like oh and over <laughs> <laughs> like massive german then just straight up over my big german <laughs> voice like in my head is the original castle wolfenstein 3d oh goodness <laughs> scheiße, <laughs> oh, scheiße. speaking of wolfenstein have you guys ever played the the latest wolfenstein uh, New World Order? No. no, I didn't. Holy shit! If you ever get the chance, it's amazing! The last one I played was the Wolfenstein 3D reboot. I bought it on CD even. Even if you Whoa. don't buy it to play it, Brian, I suggest maybe doing a Let's Play watching it. Yeah, that's so what I'm going to do. The story already, is cool. I already planned on doing that. And you, get, <laughs> and you can dual wield assault rifles in it for some reason. It doesn't make any fucking sense. I just remember the trailer for New World Order and the lady's like, oh, I'm shitting through a colostomy bag, so, but I'm good. Yeah, it's entirely ridiculous. Like, don't take the story extremely serious. It's all just redonkulous, insane, crazy B-movie style kind of stuff. But that makes it great and awesome. So they take an actual fearful concept of what if the Germans had actually won and then just totally B-movie it up. Well, do you know why they win? No. Robot because Hitler? there's a... a Kind Robot. of. There's this evil guy called uh, Dr. Death's Head. That's he's a name. The, he's like the le- lead military uh, researcher, and he creates basically like um, super technology that helps advance the Nazis ahead of time. Ahead of time? Well, not like ahead, like in the future, but like they're, they're attacking. Like the allies are coming in with like normal, like their technology of like jets and, and machine guns. And the Nazis are using giant robotic like dogs. Oh, shit. So we have our biplanes, we have our, not biplanes, um, our prop planes, sorry, biplanes were World War One, and like Thompson machine guns and everything, and they're they're like, oh, here's my electrical gun and my robot schnauzer. Yeah, and they have like, yeah, and like jet engine, things like that. It's, it's not fair. <laughs> you they know what I want to see? You know what I want to see? What? I want to see a World War One movie about fighter pilots. There, um, they, um, so like Hunt for Red October. There, there is no, one. No, that is a that is that is <laughs> that is that is a Cold War movie about submarines. <laughs> so you're way off. Red Baron. Okay. I met Red no, Baron. I met Red reason, Baron. The reason why is because there are stories about World War One that are like fighters that are like shooting other planes with a pistol from the cockpit. Because mm-hmm. they're flying like biplanes. And then fighters doing crap like climbing out on the wing of their plane, diving through the air, landing on another plane, and choking out the pilot. Well, yeah, because biplanes that actually are happened? really slow. That yeah. really happened. Those were real things that happened in World War One. Why don't we see that in a movie? Anthony, you need to understand something about biplanes. Biplane, the bi- the war, the planes in World War One were old-fashioned, nine times out of ten, canvas body biplanes. They were open cockpit. They flew very slow. 
And the weapons on them were very unreliable. The machine guns didn't work super well. So you had to use anything you could to take out these other pilots. And then being canvas planes, you could use a pistol to take out tail, uh, the tails. You'd use, you'd, matter of fact, there's it's an open cockpit. You could, If you were a good enough shot, that pistol's hitting the, the, the pilot easily. And they're very slow, and you could get really close to each other. So jumping from one plane to another, not that crazy. The pilot is, but the concept isn't that crazy. Mic drop. My Anthony's blown away. Like that doesn't sound real. <laughs> There's stories like, of people doing that. <clears throat> I believe you. I but do. There, there was a movie in the, I think it was the '60s, like early '60s. I can't remember the name of it for the life of me now. But it was about, uh, it was about World War One pilots and one guy's like his quest he wants to be an ace in World War One. And to be an ace in World War One, you had to have 21 confirmed kills or more. I'm sure there's plenty of British movies about World War One. It'd probably be easy to find. I just don't think we have a lot of American movies about World War One. No, uh, we don't have a lot about World War One here. Uh, I think the only one I can really think about is All Quiet on the Western Front. It's that was like a movie. We don't we don't have movies about the biggest badasses during World War Two, which weren't us. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> we weren't. Kind of came in at the last minute. So yeah, which was Russia was the biggest badasses of World War Two with um, like stories about stories about four people holding an apartment building with rifles. My favorite is that fucking sniper. Did you hear about that Russian sniper from World War II? Basilis- like 150 confirmed kills or something like that? Yeah, and he would hide out in the trees, put ice in his mouth so they, they couldn't see his breath, and he That's didn't stuff. use any scopes. He just used the fucking iron sights. I'm like, holy that, shit. Yeah, happened, he only had iron sights. I, I believe that was Vasily Zaitsev. You know, the, the most prolific and the number one sniper in Russia who had the most kills in World War II was actually his fiance. Jesus. Yeah, it was actually his fiance. They were nuts. Um, if you watch Enemy at the Gates, it's a very glorified version of of the Battle of Stalingrad, and like some of it wasn't really true, but you know. So, but guys, I actually had a lot of fun talking to you guys. This this, the was whole, this whole time, this was a fun random talk. Now. I, I, I want to wrap this up, but I actually I wanted to bring this up on the call and I, I spaced earlier, but I actually had uh, some news I wanted to share. It was you guys are really distracting. <laughs> I'm doing it, Brian. <laughs> Explain what's going on for the listeners. They, we have a chat open while we're talking and these guys are just like, Mike, Mike, Michael, wrap up. Michael, 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 don't do it. Don't Close do it. Call. We're done. We only <laughs> no, have an hour today. I know, okay, go with Michael's story. Go, go a little bit over. Story. He still has a good adult, so we can stretch a couple more minutes. So I listen to the Game Over E Show podcast. Really? And, yeah, and you do too, Anthony. Shut oh up. my god, I never knew this, Michael. Holy shit. I didn't know you listened to that. <laughs> Keep going, Michael. Tell your story. So they had a guest on last this last week. I can't remember her real name, but she's a YouTuber that goes by the handle of Miss Movies. Well, she said she was claiming that she had found Kim or Greggy just going through uh, iTunes. And she told them, you know, if you have a show, if you have a podcast on iTunes, I'll most likely give it a listen. So I reached out to her on Twitter. And I said, you know, I heard John Game Over Greggy show. I have a podcast with several with two of my buddies on iTunes called Nerd Podcast Radio. And she actually tweeted me back and said she would give us a listen and liked my post. Now, now, what's her name? What's her Miss, Miss, Miss Movies. Movies on Twitter? M-I-S-S she's also S Movies. Yes. All right. The name of this episode is going to be Miss Movies. Please listen to our podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Miss Movies. <laughs> Miss Movies, listen. <laughs> but yeah, she said she would give us a listen, and she liked my tweet. So I was like, cool. 
she'll never come on now. She'll be like, wow, that ending, like, that got really intense. <laughs> She's like, wow, I'm, uh, I'm going to delete this from my history. <laughs> <laughs> they got super intense there. Okay. <laughs> uh, but no, this, this, this was actually a lot of fun today, guys. I had a lot of fun just talking shit with you. So yeah, we'll I, have to do it again. We'll, we'll do another episode like this again. If you, if you guys like this, great. If not, you know, stay tuned for next I don't care week. if they don't like it. I had fun. I had a lot of fun. too. Yeah, fuck you listeners if you don't like our shit. Anthony, whoa, shut up. That's a little extreme. <laughs> we like you guys. We do want you to listen. We we care about you. Well, some of us do, apparently. <laughs> I, I, today was fun, guys. If we so. get any one-star reviews, it's Anthony's fault. I, yeah, my fault, I too. So, uh, but guy, anything coming up, guys? Oh, God, I don't even know. I don't think I got... I, I'm sure I got something, but I don't have everything prepped. We're talking random shit episode. <laughs> Calendar. Yeah, coming up. I, I heard a wife nagging in the background. Are we supposed to go? No, she's asking me... Well, she has to run to the store. She was asking if she could leave my uh, daughter here. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. She just screams. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> what's... It's, it's the... Um, the the last week of November, first week of December. Yes. Oh, I'm hanging out with my best friend this week. I'm hanging out with my best friend Sandro for the first time in a long time. We haven't gotten together in a while. How uh, is he, Sandro? Yeah, I think he's doing good. Um, well, I'll find out when I talk to him. Um, Why haven't you guys been hanging out a lot? You guys are like at the hip for a while. Yeah, just, um, you know how it goes. You wax and wane with friendships. Um, That's true. We're we're gonna go see a movie and lunch and stuff. We're, um, he called it a date. <laughs> we guys haven't seen that. Listen to our podcast, so I can say whatever the hell I want. Oh, Sandro and My Brian, best friend, does not listen to our podcast. Doing the booty bumping. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god! Daniel Cross gets the best friend pennant this week for taking me shooting and actually listening to our podcast. Yeah, I'm so proud of you, Brian. You oh, went shooting. Actually, you know what? I got I got some prep for the podcast um, going on because I scheduled I scheduled a call with one of the nerdiest people I know, my sister in law. She's going to be joining us on December 19th, the week of December 19th. So awesome. that'll be neat. She's she's awesome. She's very opinionated. She's got a high pitched voice, and she will say fuck a lot. I'm in. This this sounds like my kind of chick. Yes, can, I'm going to. Hang out with I'm going to selectively make sure that her voice doesn't get bass boost because you have to hear what she really sounds like because it's I fantastic. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I've heard tales. She is chipmunk ass, um, and she That's is going to listen to this. So say whatever you want. <laughs> I, I literally imagine a girl going, fuck you, yee. That's what she sounds like. <laughs> fuck yeah, video you game. Um, your guys' challenge for when, when she comes on is um, giving her a nickname. Um, we we um, I, I like to call her Alf. That's a bit generic, but it works. Well, it's her initials. Oh, it I is? won't say her full name, but her initials are Alf. Nice. So. Um, yeah. Anthony, what I, about you? Yeah, that's me. That's it. That's all I got. Um, all I got. Anthony, go ahead. Go ahead, Anthony. Go ahead, Anthony. I'm just gonna I'm gonna gonna be playing probably some more Pokemon. I need to play some more Pokemon. And then probably some more Titanfall. Because that game's fun. Got a new gun. Nice. I'm not really doing a lot. I'm not playing that terrible video game tyranny anymore. You must have got sick of how awful yeah. it is. Nope. Must have turned out how one. shitty that game no, was. No, I wanna play that one too. I wanna play that one too. Oh, uh, you and your shitty. Fuck you, Brian. You just have bad taste. So don't forget to reach out to me at the Twitters, Nerdcast Radio. Awesome. And where can they get to you, Brian? Uh, brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com. Not what I said last week. What did you say last week? I don't remember. Um, brian.nerdpodcastradio.com. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a domain someday, guys. Oh, oh, I, I got listener feedback okay. um, for like the first time. So Erica listened to us and she said we got Hagrid's wand wrong when we talked about it, Harry Potter. 
We did. She said, Hagrid's wand isn't an umbrella. Hagrid's wand is hidden in his umbrella because he's not supposed to use a wand because he never graduated. Bam. Uh, yeah. We okay. got told. You got elfed. I got el- I like that. Excuse me for generalizing, but no, I really thought it was. I really thought his umbrella was his wand. I didn't realize it was hidden in his. Um, it was just hidden in his umbrella. I didn't get it either. Good job, Erica. Catching yeah, that. Yeah, um, sweet. Michael, you talk about what you got, and I'm going to look up a little bit more feedback because we got uh, we got some comments on the Facebook page. All right, let me know. So for me this week, I'm actually going to go see a very good friend of mine for lunch. Mm-hmm. I think you guys know him. What? Who could it be? I it's not wonder. me because I didn't get invited. <laughs> oh, there, there's Sour Brian. There's Sour Brian. I'm we not sour. sour. I can't eat anything at Red Robin. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Even their vegetarian stuff. It was like meat. the nicest thing you've ever did. Because every time you guys invite me out to lunch, it makes everybody feel bad because I have to. Oh, like, I know. Like, no, no, it makes my wife feel bad. Salad. <laughs> I don't feel bad. My wife feels bad. I don't. I'm like, he made his life choices. He's where he is. I'm going to enjoy my dead cow. All right. So shout outs. Um, I got a shout out to Order the Emperor Die for con- commenting on our Facebook page. What'd they say? Uh, so thank you very much for the shout out. That's all they said. They were like, thank you for the shout out. Um, and they listened to us. So thank you, guys. Hey, we admire what you listen. do. And we are glad you like what we do. Um, we also got a comment from the setup wizard who liked yeah. what we were talking about when yeah. we met him. That one so, I saw. That was awesome. That made me happy. If you check us out, setup wizard, I'm going to call you Jonathan because that's your character's name. So I don't know what your name is. But Jonathan, if you want to be on our show, let us know. We would love to have you on. It would be amazing. Um, we got um our thorough fans john david and david theobald the third are all over our facebook page as well as heather heather france and um i think that's it yeah we've also gotten some good shares stephen culling shared us thank you very much stephen yeah alice mayfair shared us um she is um one of the shared fans between us and the sn road so far podcast so Ah. share to the supernatural road so far podcast shout out to them um and um a big feedback from dylan shanahan (laughs) yes dylan i know i know of this dylan we know great podcast guys i've really been enjoying all of them question or trivia however you look at it you guys were talking about the muggleborns and them bringing in the outside world such as internet do you guys know why there wouldn't be any internet at hogwarts it's magicy uh the answer Um, somebody in the comments brought up a good point let Anthony, let Brian finish, then Anthony, go ahead and go. Well, why don't you go, Anthony? Uh, I'm thinking you were the one that commented. Basically yeah, that's why I, well, I wasn't going to share, because I figured you were just going to say the thing I said. Uh, I guess due to the timeline when <laughs> Harry Potter started, the internet wasn't widely uh, spread around the world yet. Yeah, and Dylan agreed with that. So thank you guys for listening. It's great to have fans. If you have the time, go on iTunes and Stitcher and review us. That's how people will find our podcast. We want to get ranked up there with the big nerd podcast. We are the only nerd podcast right Radio, so we want to be up there too. I mean, if you type nerd podcast in iTunes, we're there. It's the best name ever. So same thing yeah. on same thing on SoundCloud. Yeah, if you go on SoundCloud, you can support us there by reposting our episodes, liking our episodes. And if all of that is too hard for you, there is a review feature on Facebook. Thank you all to the many, many people reviewed in a future episode. We'll read all re- we'll read those out. Also, before before we completely close out, if you want to get a hold of me, you can contact me at mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com. I check my email every day to every other day. Would love to hear feedback, comments, comments, topic suggestion, requests. I just like hearing from people. 
So and that's I think that's everything there, guys. I think we covered everything we wanted to cover. So especially Goodbye, nerdy. stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome then. Oh you dick. Ah Yeah, but yeah, it is. But as always everybody, I'm your host, Special Mikey, along with Andrew Anthony. Goodbye, everyone. And Super Vegan Brian. Goodbye, everyone. Good enunciation. And this has been Nerd Podcast Radio. And as always, stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay, stay awesome. awesome. <laughs> Alright, say bye, Anthony. Brian, cut him off. Thanks for listening to our nerd show. Nerd podcast radio.